Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm just giving you my best guess. I got to believe that the NFL, for PR reasons, has to take some sort of an action I suppose one game would would make sense also. My gut reaction, based on the fact that Adams was clearly not happy, and the fact that he effectively initiated the contact, leads me to conclude that I think two games is more likely. But that's just an opinion. And don't you think, based on on Mike Evans getting suspended one game with an altercation with a player, and this is what someone said on the live stream last night, and and to me it's the best way to paint this, picture in my opinion is like how do they not give Adams at least a game for shoving a, a worker on the field Take a lap. hey Tony it's Smitty what's up my man Smitty how are you brother I'm good uh, I'm glad you called me back I, pre- I appreciate it and I uh, wanted to talk about Devontae Adams with you briefly and uh, you're, you're live on the fantasy football show by the way okay and uh, so I, I, we can't predict the NFL right the NFL can do what they want. They obviously are inconsistent. You and I have talked about this at very, very great length. And for those that don't know, this is Tony, the the attorney, on the phone right now. They they have heavy hand. I think his. I think you even said this that Goodell's got a heavy hand one moment. He's got a light hand the other moment. It's not consistent from from Ridley to what's happening. What's happened with Deshaun Watson to what's potentially happening and not happening with Alvin Kamara. Um, you had said on the live stream a minute ago, or probably a half hour ago, um, that you believe that this was a battery, uh, you know, obviously, and that 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 Adams is probably looking at a two game suspension based on your educated guesswork. Can you elaborate on that for everybody that's listening right now? Well, sure. I was just sort of reacting to the, uh, you know, the question of whether or not this was in fact a criminal act. It, it clearly is, believe it or not. Um, it, Adams will probably try to argue that the reporter, I don't know the guy's name, was uh, in a position that was unprivileged. In other words, he shouldn't have been there. Of course, the problem is that the reporter's unequivocally got a press pass and was in a position where press are often located, you know, during, especially during the end of a game, they're trying to get, you know, catch video or, or photos of guys walking off the field. Um, so there's no question that the reporter had a, a right to be where he was. Adams will also probably try to argue that this was an incidental kind of a contact But in the eyes of the law, that's not really relevant. The bottom line is that he had an opportunity, meaning Adams, had an opportunity to to avoid an unconsented physical contact with this gentleman and chose instead to just push the guy out of the way. And when you watch the video, it's apparent from Adams' body language, in other words, his attitude, after the contact with this individual, that he was unhappy that the guy was in the way. So there's no question that it's criminal. The question then becomes, does the, the reporter push the local law enforcement to go forward based on the fact that a bench warrant was issued? It would appear that that's the case. Now, the guy could, of course, always back off 
especially if Adams makes some sort of an offer to resolve any civil claim. But there's no question that this incident would give rise to comparatively minor, both criminal and civil liability for Mr. Adams. Now, having said all that, whatever happens legally, as we discussed before, the NFL is all about PR. The legal aspect is, is certainly relevant, but it's not singularly determinative. Uh, the, the NFL wants to send the message that we, you know, we're not going to allow our players to get into physical alter- altercations or events especially with fans and or observers. Now, I'm just giving you my best guess. I got to believe that the NFL, for PR reasons, has to take some sort of an action. I suppose one game would, would make sense also. My gut reaction, based on the fact that Adams was clearly not happy and the fact that he effectively initiated the contact, leads me to conclude that I think two games is more likely. And, that's and, just an opinion. And don't you, you know, think, they, based on 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 Mike Evans getting suspended one game with an altercation with a player, that and this is what someone said on the live stream last night, and it, and to me, it's the best way to paint this picture, in my opinion, is like, how do they not give Adams at least a game for shoving a a worker on the field? And I don't I don't care if, like you said, I don't care if he's in the way. I don't care if it was dumb for him to cross over. Like it was still uncalled for. And the question is, would another player have done that? Would would you know a handful of players have done that on the field, or was is this just Adams? Is it just a you know a certain personality type, a diva wide receiver? Um, you know, just upset. I get he's frustrated at the end of the game, but it doesn't excuse it. Um, my my guess is that it's going to be a one game suspension. I said that right after, and a lot of people said slap on the wrist, slap on the wrist is going to be fine. But I just think that the NFL needs a needs a W right now. I'm not saying this is a W. I just think they may think it's a W. They may think, okay, we can't control a lot of the things happening around the league right now, uh, but this one we can. And honestly, uh, I understand people's uh, need and desire to defend Adams because psychologically. They can't handle the fact that if they own this guy, he's going to miss a game after the bye week and have two weeks in a row where, where he won't play. But from a from a human perspective, you can't allow a player to do this and just walk away with a slap on the wrist. You've got to do something that's impacting more than just a fine because you you can't allow this. This is like back in the NBA when the when the players attack the fans and the stands and like you have to come down hardcore on on something like this or you're opening the door to a, a, a PR nightmare. So I, I think you're right. I think it's all PR driven. Um, Goodell's hard to predict, though. It wouldn't shock me if he didn't suspend him, but I think I'd be more shocked of him not getting a one game at least than, than the other way around. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, obviously, based on what I've already said, the, the, the one variable here is you got to keep in mind that uh, in the fairly recent past, the NFL has officially taken the position that when there are legal proceedings, they will let the legal proceedings play out before they take specific disciplinary action. Given, Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
the date and the fact that we're already in week six, it's possible that the criminal matter at least may not even get before the court until near the end of the season. And if the NFL chooses to follow that path, it's possible that any suspension would be next year. So that is one variable that you know the listeners should probably keep in mind. Yeah, you know what I think though. I think the NFL's they may take that stance for um, the end the end result like uh, determination like the, of, of discipline and suspension. I believe the NFL will look at this as a regardless of how that plays out, we'll address that when it comes. He needs to be suspended right now as as a you know way of showing this isn't gonna you know they they can I think definitely in the civil matters like if there's a civil claim outside of the NFL like you know what I mean like if there's a, a accusation of this and it has nothing to do with play or being on the field this was on the field this is action yeah. that took place during a game or at the end of the game therefore I don't think it's something that the NFL would wait on like they would if it was a, a, a a, you know, a peripheral type of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's possible. All I'm saying is that yeah. that has not been their their position in the, in the recent past. Um, so that's, I'm just letting, you know, throwing yeah. out a variable that the listeners might want to know. Yeah. That's all. So do, the, the, the fantasy, the fantasy uh, question here is if you're, if you've got five wins, if you've got four wins right now, and he's looking at a p- potential one-game suspension on top of a bye week, which is very painful for a fantasy owner to uh, to, to be looking at. You know, if, if they're like the two-win two-win team, a three-win team, um, he's a good go-get <laughs> because if you can wait through those two weeks, the bye week and the suspended potential suspended week, I mean, he come back on a tear for you and and and, and be a phenomenal go-get on the cheap, but. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, to the extent you care about my opinion, yeah, I agree. I mean, in fact, from my perspective, doesn't it sort of feel like Adams is like on the edge of you know really exploding? Um, you know that forty-eight yard touchdown yeah. near the end of the game that was pretty impressive. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he had he had a he had an explosion in itself in that game, so I think he's definitely yeah. in the middle in the midst of an explosion. Who knows what yeah. this does to the the team? You know, if, if they lose, they lose him for a game, and they lose a game. You know, what, what's that going to do to the? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to play it by ear. But I I do appreciate you clarifying it. And and do you think that this is something that the? I guess my last question to you would be this: Typically, these things they don't go down the criminal track if the civil track is resolved, or they don't always. I guess. Do you do you think you know. yeah? Do you think that even if let's say the guy, the Adams and the guy settle on some sort of monetary you know settlement value, that the criminal stuff goes away? Because I think it's important for the listeners to understand that there may be two separate cases here: civil, which is for the money, and then criminal for the assault. If he decided to not press charges, would this go away? based on that civil settlement is I guess what everybody would want to know as far as the legal stuff as far as the legal yeah legally you can't directly link the two because they're from the at least from the lawyer's perspective it's an ethical violation to directly link a civil settlement with dropping a criminal matter little known fact about the law Um, but in reality if there is some sort of a civil claim and the civil claim is unequivocally resolved 
especially if it's resolved quickly, the odds are that the victim, the, in this case the reporter, would be much less inclined, certainly less uh, incentive to push the prosecutor to go forward with the criminal matter. And a lot of times that plays a big part in the you know prosecuting attorney's decision whether or not to pursue it. And let's keep in mind, you know, let's not overstate any of this. This is obviously an extremely minor criminal matter. Right. Um, you know, the guy, as far as I know, wasn't even hurt. Uh, you know, he, he pushed him. The guy fell down. You know, there was no obvious intent to cause direct uh, material physical harm. You know, this is not a big deal. But right. is it the kind of thing that technically is a crime? Yes, it is technically. And, I mean, I, you know, this may, this may sound moderately humorous. But you have to presume that the reporter is somehow connected to the to the uh, Kansas City organization. Mm-hmm. And does anyone wonder whether people in Kansas City are somewhat disinclined to like people who root for the Raiders? Yeah. I mean, you know, come on. It's the Raiders and Chiefs. They hate each other. Yeah. So I, I mean, know, maybe maybe the guy will want to push this just because Adams happens to be a Raider. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how it shakes out. We'll, we'll see how it shakes out. I, I definitely want everybody to know that I don't think it's it, it's a big assault or any kind of crime. But like, I'm here to break down what I think the NFL will do, what they'll think. But but like, yeah, I mean, it is crazy. We live in a world now where something like this can't happen without these kind of ramifications. It is. It, it, I mean, back in the day, this kind of there wouldn't even be a. A second thought. This would have been like, oh, he said sorry. Here's an autograph ball, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you move, go on your merry way. But this guy's wanting to literally now live in Hawaii. He probably retire or leave. He's well on his way. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, look at you have to look at the context. You look at what the NFL just went through with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you know, they, in my opinion, they cannot afford to allow a precedent to stand where a player. Has physical contact with a non-player, a fan, and arguably commits a battery on that person, and then the NFL says, "Well, yeah, that's okay. Don't worry about it." Mm-hmm. You know that that is a very bad precedent to set, and that's why I think that he has to get at least one game. And yeah. why I think two games is not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, the NFL cannot allow this to just stand. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I I agree with everybody saying it's not a big deal. The guy didn't get hurt, but 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 even he could have got hurt. What if he, you know, like it could have it could have been worse. It could, they can't allow this to even happen, so that it doesn't create a bigger problem later. So I agree with you. You got to take a stand. So one game, we'll see. Tony, appreciate you calling in, and uh, appreciate your super chat as well. Love your show, buddy. Keep up the good work. Yeah, any, any call in anytime, man. All right, man. Be good. Tony, the attorney. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty.